0: All right, three, two, one, let's get it. Welcome to another episode of What's Your Problem? I'm your host, Marsh Bice. And What's Your Problem, without even knowing you, identifies three universal problems that we all go through adversity, uncertainty, and complacency. And listening to this podcast, you are going to learn the five skills that you need that you already have within. But you need to improve on to embrace uncertainty, handle the adversity, and never settle again. And those five skills, again, you already have them. You just need to utilize them better. It's like a muscle. They all start with the letter C. Communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning and action, and productive confrontation. So every episode, I promise you, is going to relate to one Two more or all <laughs> of the five C's. And today, man, we're going to talk about decision making. And as we're ending a year or beginning a year or depending on when you're listening to this, <laughs> you've got some decision making to do. The old adage is always you can't teach decision making. But yes, you can. You can improve on your decision-making and you can get better at your your decision-making to help you with that. I want to rock out of Ray Dalio's book principles. It's a big book. It's a thick book. It's very dense, but what we'll do is, is we'll pull out some skills and truths that you need to learn about how to become a better decision-maker for your life, for your personal life, for those of your loved ones, but also in your career as well. All right? So I'm so happy that you were here uh, with the What's Your Problem podcast. Again, my name is Marsh Bice, and this is a rename. It's a lot of the same backbone that we've been doing. We've been rocking on this podcast since 2017, and it originally started with the sales life. I changed it from... The sales life, because uh, a lot of people that I talk to, they say, "Well, Marsh, I'm not into sales, so I don't really listen and uh, listen to it." But selling is a life skill; it's not just a profession. And so, I take the skills that I've learned in the profession, and I show you how to apply those to your to your life. Because selling is getting someone to accept your product, service, or idea. And at the very minimum, you're the product selling a service, and we're all selling our ideas from the time that we were a baby. To the where you are right now, the reason why you have the job, the reason why you had a loved one is because or spouse, I should say, not loved ones. (laughs) Because your mom is who your mom is, your dad is who your dad is. But the rest of them, the other parts that that um that 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 you get to choose from are because you sold your way there. All right. Recently I changed it from the sales life to the Marsh podcast. And that just didn't really resonate with me. Although I'm the host, it didn't speak to what I'm identifying on this program. And so that's the first thing people always ask me. Well, what's your podcast about? What's your problem? And that's the new name of the podcast. What's your problem? And the problems that we all deal with, again, are adversity, uncertainty, and complacency. So this really synthesizes exactly what I wanted to always Convey. I just didn't, and it came to me in a dream. I was like, "Man, I want a, I want a phrase that has a double meaning." Like the Kelsey brothers, um, Travis and whatever other Kelsey, they have a podcast, and it's called New Heights. Well, they're from the heights of I don't know where they are—Philadelphia, New York, something like that. So, but it, it's got a double meaning. So it's New Heights, meaning elevated, but also it speaks to where they came from. So I wanted something that had that double meaning too, which is what's your problem. Okay. So when you come to this and you listen to these episodes, you're like, man, what's the problem I'm facing with right now? Is it adversity? Is it uncertainty? Is it complacency? Is it one? Is it more? Is it all of them? And thankfully you don't have to throw your hands up. Hopefully you'll pull from something out of this and apply it to your life. So enough about the new name and everything like that. Let's rock out, man, with the five truths of decision-making. And these are insights from Ray Dalio's book. Ray Dalio shares that the choices that we make today shape our lives. You may not have control over everything that has happened to you, but you're responsible for what happens from here. So the quality of those decisions, the choices that you make, This determines where you're going to go. You're in control of that. No one else. And that's what I want you to walk away from this episode and realize. So let's explore the truths and how we can apply them. First up, Ray Dalio advises, don't let your limits come between you and your goals. I say, don't let your limitations become lamentations. Lamentations is not just in the Bible. (laughs) Lamentations is when you lament about something, you're always talking about it. And many times what we do is we allow our limitations to become lamentations. So all we do is, is we talk about the self-imposed limitations that we have. Most of what you're going through right now, most of what you have shrunk into right now is self-imposed. I hate to tell you this. Think about it when you first got your job. When you first got there, it was nothing but air and opportunity, right? But 15 years later, you find yourself playing in a very small box. And the reason being is, is because little by little, it's so small you don't even detect it. But little by little, man, the boxes get smaller and smaller and smaller. And now you're playing in these self in Pose limitations. You're taking the narrative or you're creating a narrative based on circumstances, and that has now become your enforced story. And so that's what you lament on. You l- lament about your limitations, you lament about your lack. You must realize that you're in control of the limits that you place on your life. So I want you to begin taking chances again. And many of these chances pushing beyond don't shrug your shoulders. Don't say I'll do it next week. Just do it. Many of these things, man, they are very low consequences. So either you can lighten the load for someone else that'll push beyond your limitations because you'll be learning something new or there may be an area and I'm just going to use your work. For example, there may be an area that is unmanned. It's very low consequence because nobody's even paying attention to it anyway. You volunteer and take it on, you learn these things, and you build a new skill set. This is pushing beyond your self-imposed limitations. It's like going to the gym. You go to the gym and when you first do you know different exercises and you haven't worked out in forever, new exercises, man, you feel clunky and cumbersome and you gotta use lightweight and you feel like a dork. But when you keep coming back to this You push beyond those limitations, you learn new skill sets, you build new muscles, then all of a sudden you look better, you feel better, and you're empowered more to push beyond those things as well. Let me tell you something about limitations. Stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for permission. So many people are waiting to have permission or get permission from someone else to say, Okay, go ahead. Nobody nobody is coming to teach you anything. Nobody will come to you and say, hey, buddy, can I teach you something new today? No. It's voluntary. And because it's voluntary, it's all up to you, man. You need to push beyond these self-imposed limitations because as you do, you'll reinforce the figure it out muscle you'll be in these oh shit moments where you're like oh and you kind of paralyzed but you got to work your way through it this is how you begin to make better decisions because you can't make decisions if you just play within the norm there's nothing that's autopilot when you're working within your normal range man you're doing the same thing all the time that's not new decision making that's just working a process and a process has its place but also you need a process that makes progress as well The second truth that Ray Dalio talks about in learning to make better decisions is, dude, you got to face reality. Mm. My thing is keep it real and keep it simple. And let me tell you this. I was a runner for years. I didn't face reality. I just felt like that things would just fix themselves. If I was just nice enough to the people and nice enough to the world and nice enough to whatever the situation was, and just had fun that it would all fix itself. It will not. So you must face reality. This means that you got to confront these things head on. This is why in my coaching program, I talk about there's five C's and the last one is the most important it's confrontation. Conflict, productive confrontation and conflict. Part of that is you have to face reality. You have to take stuff on. And so that means that you no longer have the luxury to run away from it. Sometimes, man, these challenges, are going to seem insurmountable, but you just come back to it with persistence. And every time you do, you get a little bit better and a little bit more knowledgeable and a little bit more braver. And you realize that a lot of the things that you thought was going to happen was going to be the worst case scenario. It's not. And you pop out the other side and maybe it wasn't exactly what you anticipated, but it creates new opportunities for you to actually venture down. That's the thing, man. But you're not going to be able to handle anything if you don't face it. How will you get any better? How will you get any stronger if you do not first face reality? So that is the second thing, man, that you got to face reality. Are you facing reality right now? Are you are you hoping next Monday, first of the year, next quarter, or maybe it'll just go away? It's not. It's not. And facing reality is realizing <laughs> that it's not. Number three, you just got to be prepared for the judgments from others. Don't even worry about the judgments from others. People are going to talk about you anyway, so don't hide from people's judgments. If they're talking about you, that's a good thing. Give them something to talk about. Give them more literature. (laughs) Give them some, even if you fail, man, give them something else to talk about. If you're on the lips of other people's mouths, You're doing something right. I had one the other day. I was talking to a younger salesperson, and he's doing really, really good. And a veteran salesperson was just giving him the blues, man. And he was sitting there trying to explain to the veteran salesperson that he doesn't have any extra advantage than anybody else. and But he's just willing to work hard. And I stopped him. I said, man, come see. I said, why waste your emotional currency explaining to someone who is not willing to stretch beyond Why are you wasting your emotional currency explaining why you're doing so well? Just set the bar. And if he wants to figure it out, then he can watch you and figure it out himself. The rest of it, all the narrative, all the explaining, man, you don't have anything to explain to him. And the time it takes you to explain to him, number one, it's not going to be appreciated. Number two, you're going to get yourself worked up. And number three, you're going to miss out on other opportunities because you're going to be worked up and because you're talking to him and your back is to the opportunities. Don't do it. So the judgments are what, whatever they are They're It's someone else's opinion and ain't got nothing to do with that. So just move on. Keep it rocking. Don't live based on other people's opinions. People don't people that, People don't get a vote. Some people just don't get a vote. Most, all people don't get a vote in your life. They don't. They can put an opinion up. Even the the the, the person you love most, they don't get a vote. You cast the one and only vote. And those are decisions, and hopefully they incorporate your loved ones. But these bullshit ass, simple minded people, they don't get a vote, and you don't let their opinions become shackles to your future, man. We're not going to do that. The fourth truth in decision-making from Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio says we put too much emphasis on first order consequences when in fact they're second and third order consequences. All right. So let me tell you what a first order consequence is. First order consequence means that you do something and you fail. And it may fail mightily. If you don't come back to it and brave up and balls up and go back at it again, it will forever remain a for first-order consequence. Because you'll back off saying, "Whoop, didn't work." But you have to push beyond that and make it a second and third-order consequence, meaning that you fail, you learn. You analyze, you adjust, you push forward, you show the fuck back up, and you do it again and again and again. And let me tell you what happens. It goes from a first order consequence. This is where most people fade out. They fail, and they keep it a first order, and the rest of their life is spent in mediocrity because they failed at that one thing, or every time they fail. And they just, oh, well, wouldn't we? And they blame other people. That, that's another one here we'll talk about here in just a second. But if you continue to come back to it you're going to push it into second and third order consequences. Jeff Bezos has an analogy that I absolutely love. Um and it was uh Sunil Gupta talks about it in in his book. I forgot the name of the book now, but oh the everyday dharma. And he talks about two-way doors. I was going to do a whole podcast episode just on two-way doors. I totally love the analogy. Bezos says that most decisions that we make Are two way doors, meaning that you can make a decision. And if it's not the right outcome, you can come back through the door and make another decision and go back through the door again. Very few things in your life are one way doors where you make a decision, you go through it, and you're one and done. I don't know of much that is not a two way door. All right. So there are very few things from a productive standpoint that you can't just come back to. So you got to take these risks. You got to make these decisions and understand, or maybe before you even go ask yourself, is this a a one-way door or a two-way door? If things don't work out, can I come back? I mean, think about your job. If you made a decision and said, Oh, okay, well I'm going to leave my job and go do this. Is it a one-way door or two-way doors? Maybe a two way door. So if it doesn't work out, you can always come back. Maybe it won't be at your old spot, but can you come back and build yourself back up? Yeah, you probably come back better. But you'll never know. You may not come back at all because, see, again, this goes back to the self imposed limitations. You're saying, oh, uh, you make it a, a one way door when in actual reality, it's a two way door. And this is why collaboration is key. This is why you should talk to other people about this. So that way you can balance this. Say, man, look, does this sound like a two-way door or one-way door? And the, and they 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 give you some perspective and say, dude, this is I see, I see where you're coming from. You think it's a one-way door, but actually it's a two-way door, and here's why. Good stuff, man. Two-way doors. What have you walked away from that you kept it as a, at a as a first-order consequence when in fact you can make it a second and third-order consequence. Good news is you can always come back to it. Fifth one, in decision-making, in the truths about decision-making. Thanks to old Uncle Ray Dalio, taking responsibility. Oh, (laughs) own it, own it. You do not, you cannot blame others. I don't care if they had a hand in on it. I don't care if you got backstabbed. What is your responsibility in this? What should you have seen? What could you have learned? Boom, own it and keep going. See, when you don't own it, you give the power to someone else. You give the responsibility to someone else. And if you're going to take responsibility over your life and you want to be responsible for an elevated life, your elevated life is nobody's, nobody's going to give it to you. You got to earn it. Don't you want to stand on that throne? At that top, and you say, "I got here in spite of." That's by taking responsibility. And that's what it's all about. All right, is that it? That is it. I thought I thought I had six, but six true, <laughs> five truths <laughs> about decision making and and key decision making. So before we get out of here, man, let me leave you with a few takeaways that way. Cause this is a working podcast. I want you to be able to walk away from this and really give it some thought. And so in your reflection time this week, go back and listen to this episode and write these few points down. Number one, challenge your limits. What's your self-imposed limitations right now? What is wide open for you yet? You won't take it. Is it a one way or two way door? Look at those things. How much of what you do is self-imposed? When's the last time you did something for the first time? All these kind of different things. What's a small step? Small, bro. What's a small step you can take this week to push beyond those boundaries? Number two, face reality head on. It's time to turn. Don't wait till next Monday. Don't wait till the first of the year. Start pivoting and taking on reality. And let's start with you, man. Before you start taking on other people and keeping it real with them, once you first keep it real with yourself, once you first keep it real that you're not in full alignment with your higher self, if what you're doing day in and day out is not fully aligned with the future self that you aspire to be, check yourself first. Face reality with that. Then You're going to find that the other things that you want to confront and go bust nuts up on (laughs) with other people, you're not going to have to because you're going to be so elevated. You're going to look back on it and be like, bro, I don't have time for that. I'm not wasting my emotional currency on that. And you keep it rocking. Third one, I'm going to get you out of here. Embrace learning from mistakes. Mistakes are learning opportunities. I mean, it's so cliche. We all know that. But when's the last time you made a mistake and not blame other people? When's the last time you didn't try to run and go get somebody else or blame somebody else or put in somebody else's lap and you said, I don't know, let me figure it out. When's the last time you said somebody asked you a question, you're like, oh, it's not my job, it's not my department. But instead you said, Hmm, I don't know. Good question. Let me figure it out. And you learned something today tell my salespeople all the time, man, you can't, it is impossible. I've been doing this going on 25 years now, 26 years, actually. It is impossible for me to teach you everything about sales in one week. It's impossible. Won't happen. But I can teach you how to get better every single day in sales and in life. And it's by working the Five core skills, communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning and action and productive confrontation. All roads, all problems of adversity, uncertainty and complacency lead to the five C's. The better job you do at that, being able to communicate better, being creative when you lack the resources, being curious, living not in statements, but asking questions, continuously learning and applying it. In confrontation, keeping it real. You work those things. If you just work within those bands every single day, you're going to be RFA ready for anything. All right, let's get out of here. Remember, keep it simple, keep it moving, keep it real, (laughs) never settle. Peace.